right. So this is take three of uh, Casual MMA Podcast, episode seven. Welcome back. We've been having monstrous technical difficulties, but uh, uh, I'm whatever. Here we are. If you're hearing this one, that means it went well. Uh, but yes, thanks for joining us. I have my I have my brother Travis back with me. I had a lot of positive feedback when he was on the show. Uh, got a lot of new listeners. So as far as like housekeeping goes, there, I just want to say thanks uh, for tuning in because it was a pretty massive spike in listeners and people who uh, you know subscribe and reviewed uh, my podcast. Whatever platform that you're listening to this on, uh, please you know feel free to review, uh, rate it, and and just uh, give me give me feedback. And then I'm Casual MMA Podcast on Instagram and Twitter are are where I'm active in the in the social media sphere. Um, but we haven't uh, we haven't been able to, to talk since the last one, and there's been a lot of developments. We've been kind of waiting to get this set up here for us to be able to talk together, just because we we it feels uh, it feels better, kind of bounce ideas off of each other. So, like I said, yeah. thanks for joining, and uh, tell your friends. But um, so, I mean, I, let's just start. I, I, listen, I was going to bullshit a little bit, but I mean, let's just let's let's talk about the the big news here: Connor McGregor. And, and Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Uh, I mean, we it it was it kind of bounced back and forth because Connor had that long. I, don't, I think it was in Russia. He had that long press conference where he was basically just rambling on and on about how he's going to come back January eighteenth. And he said that, and Dana was like, "Okay, thanks." Uh, I mean, we no one signed like anything. Like this is bullshit. Yeah. And then um, it was kind of um, it was basically people were just like, "All right, well, he's not fighting." But then, sure enough, I mean, both both ends are signed, but. Uh, I mean, what do you think, Connor? Connor McGregor, Cowboy, the, the uh, return. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was, I was just as shocked as you were. Uh, we were in uh, South Carolina, as you, as you well know, and you know, not really even kind of paying attention to anything. And there's no sort of lead up to it. And like you said, the last thing we heard was Dana weighing in that uh, nothing's been done on either side. And we kind of thought that this was like a whiskey ploy, maybe the press conference and everything. And the dude got. Someone like freaking threw a water bottle at him, like George Bush yeah. style. I mean, so it just <laughs> it just kind of sounded like a um, like a cash another cash grab for Connor. But yeah, it turned out there had some legs to it. And uh, I mean, this is big. I mean, say what you want about Connor. I mean, he's you know he. I mean, he's the he's still the biggest draw in the sport. I mean, the, he yes. has elevated the UFC to a level to where now other guys are being able to step forward and grow and, and cross promote and, and have their own names. But I mean, he got it here. And the fact is at least in, in the States and obviously in Ireland and um, you know, in most places, Connor's going to get the biggest pay-per-view number. So, I mean, it's always good, good news when the, um, when the biggest name in the sport is active. Uh, the downside here, I mean, I think is, I think I think Cowboy's a good matchup for him. I just don't know about this one seventy thing. Uh, yeah, I think, that was shocking to me. That 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 yeah. Which I, I guess Connor wants to prove that he can do the one seventy thing. But it, okay, well you're both kind of just lightweights. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. this doesn't really show me. <laughs> and when you think about the top of the division at welterweight, Jorge, Con- or, uh, excuse me, uh, Jorge, Leon Edwards, and then Colby and Usman. That that doesn't even register Uh-oh. in my brain. That Connor yeah. could that con which he won't, but that Connor is fighting in that division with Colby and Usman, who's every bit of two ninety five. I'm just kidding, <laughs> yeah. but who's a giant guy who's just a bigger, you know, stronger version of Khabib. It's like okay, I guess Connor's trying to show that he can do this one seventy thing, but he's kind of doing it against not one seventy years. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's weird that he's. Uh, it's like he's. 
I, I don't I don't know how to explain it. it. It's like you're okay. You're going say you're going to have a new exhibition in a new promotion, but you're taking your buddy from home to go fight. So it's like you're not really stepping into this new promotion. It's like he's taking his 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 competitor from 155, who really is. I mean, Cowboys fought at 170, but he's taking yeah. another 155 up with him to 170 to fight. But, um, I mean, I think this fight, I think short-sighted marketing for Connor, this is good. Because I, yeah. I, I think he can beat Cowboy. And, uh, I mean, it, it, I think he will. I think he will. Now, I mean, God, for, if he doesn't. I mean, after Cowboy's <laughs> dropped two, and if he drops yeah. this one, I mean, that's it. I mean, he's crashed the vehicle. I mean, he's got nowhere oh, yeah. really to go. But, Man, boy, and yeah, I will say uh, the chances of Cowboy winning. So Connor losing—that <laughs> was obvious. Yeah. The chances yeah. of Connor losing increased when he took it at one seventy. I mean, Cowboy's still, I mean, stronger and bigger, and he's already got a better ground game than Connor, which is obviously Connor's. You know, the the shortest yeah. side in his in his whole uh, game is is the ground. And so when you take it up to one seventy, it's like, well, that just kind of ups Cowboy's chances. Now, I don't think Cowboy will try to aggressively pursue the ground game. <laughs> Um, I think Connor will also be tentative of that. I mean, Connor's not dumb. Um, will be tentative of the fact that you know Cowboy has a dangerous jujitsu game, but Cowboy in general doesn't, you know, aggressively pursue you know wrestling or jujitsu like that. It's sort of a fallback for him, and he's great at it. But he doesn't. He's not an offensive, uh, ground game fighter. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think. I think the way this plays out, probably. I mean, Cowboy, I, I mean, I'm trying to remember like the last double-egg Cowboy shot. What tends to happen is these guys get older and they stop shooting. I mean, like yeah. it, it just, uh, a lot of these guys, and Justin Gaethje said it, and he's not necessarily one of the ones that's getting older, but he commented on it and just said, you know, I don't like to wrestle because wrestling is exhausting. And <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't, and you know, I don't want to get to a point where, you know, I'm in the fight. It's the third round, and now I got to go back to my feet, and I'm exhausted because I've been wrestling the guy the whole time, and I haven't finished the fight. And so, um, you know, obviously jujitsu is not exactly the same, but you know, going for takedowns and trying to establish that cage control, I think, is more tiring for some of these older fighters than just you know just executing stand up, just executing leg yeah. kicks and boxing and. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know if Cowboy will try to, I think he's going to want to go in there and bang and put on a show. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's what this, that, I mean, this is Cowboy's big payoff. He's not doing this for yeah. a title. And I'm happy to see this. I'm so, I'm happy to see this for Cowboy. I mean, he's one of the most be- beloved fighters of all time in the sport. He's an absolute legend. He holds like five records. Um, so I'm, I'm happy to see this for him. And I will say it's hard to call myself a Connor fan at this stage, just because of his, just because of who how he's been in the last like year or so basically since basically since Floyd but more specifically after the Khabib loss just kind of just being an ass um to put it you know <laughs> like lightly but I'm happy to see that Connor is not trying to promote this and I didn't think he would but I'm happy to see that he's not trying to promote this fake beef with Cowboy and if anything he's being the most humble and respectful he's been towards any fighter that yeah. I in in recent history, you know, since he's become you know Mystic Mac and then the notorious Conor McGregor since yeah. this era of of him, he's I mean he uh, Cowboy put up something when the fight got signed. He was like, you know, I hold this record, this record, this record. And I'm trying, you know, I intend on 
uh, increasing those numbers come January uh, 18th or whatever it is. Um, and, and Connor was like, you know, I have you, hope you have a great holiday, great camp. Like I can't wait for January. And I don't know. I think that screams a little bit of he's focused to me, but I also just, that may just come down to the fact that he didn't have any problem with, with cowboy. I I don't know what to think. I just, I like how he's acting, but it's, you know, well, he, I mean, he's at a point where, I mean, he almost had to show some, some humility based off of like his out of the cage actions and the fact that he hasn't been in, I mean, you know, it, it was so easy and so fun to buy into it when he was just winning and winning and winning and saying and, how he was going to win and then do yeah, it. Yeah. But I mean, you know, you, you're two and two in your last four, not including losing the boxing match to Floyd. And, um, you know, I mean, all of a sudden it's like, and plus the inactivity it's it's like we kind of needed to see a little bit of humility from him and like a little bit of like okay i need to get back to focusing on training focusing on being a good fighter again and yeah i agree i think um you know if he just were to come back and try to create a fake beef and um that would blow about it that way it would it would come across as kind of disingenuous and like he was just doing it again for marketing, but I think he has a definite plan this time. I think his plan is to, to win this fight. This is a winnable fight for him, yeah. but I mean, but he's, I mean, he's got to come in sharp. I mean, he can't come in flat uh, and expect to win this fight, but no, and I, I saw a picture of him. He looks pretty, uh, pretty yam hawked. He looks pretty yeah. jacked. I don't know, but I dude, He came in fat and slow against Khabib. There it is. I mean, for, for Connor. Who's such a swift dude watching yeah. granted. I understand. I mean, it's a different weight class, but at the end of the day, it's a 10 pound difference watching his Jose. I did 13 seconds. I know, but watching his movements against Jose and then how he came out against Khabib good or even Eddie like good Lord. Dude. Well, he didn't was, have a hundred million dollars when he fought Eddie and he had a hundred yeah. million dollars when he fought Khabib. And I think that <laughs> yeah. was probably the biggest difference, but uh, yeah, I, I think he uh, he is looking good in all of at least the Instagram photos and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I realize it doesn't tell the story. It's a good, but point. but he definitely has a plan. This all leads, all roads in this fight lead to Masvidal. The like the Masvidal comments, I think, is what sparked the 170. Masvidal going to the media and saying that guy's too small for me. Oh yeah. And then the biggest thing was Dana affirming that Dana backing it up saying he's too big for him because then Dana ended up coming back out. I think it was either on Helwani or or somewhere. He basically said that Connor was texting him after that (laughs) and he was upset and that he felt like he, you know, that, that he could in fact beat Masvidal and, I mean, you and I have talked about that too. How we think that's kind of a fool's errand. I don't think. I don't think he has anything for Masvidal. I think Masvidal's no. peaking right now. Yeah, um, good lord. And then uh, I maybe Masvidal four or five years ago he would have. Well, yeah, and like a lightweight. Matt when, when Masvidal was actually at lightweight. Yes, I think yeah. he probably could have. But I, he's. I mean, he is. He's. He's bigger, stronger, and I mean, literally just better. He, he's. He's hitting hard. He's violent. He's got. He's got answers for like people everywhere. I mean, when you look at someone like Damian Maya, who's you know obviously a jujitsu grappling wizard. I mean, yeah. uh, I think I I think Jorge. I can't. He might have lost. It might have that might have been one of his losses, like split decision. But he wouldn't let Damian get anything out of those scrambles. 
Um, he fights, you know, obviously he had an answer for Ben. That's not exactly a long winded answer, but he had an answer yeah. for Ben who's a wrestler. Uh, when you get against a vicious striker, um, or a volume striker like Nate Diaz obviously has an answer for them. So, and you know, Darren Till, who's a uh, amazing, you know, calculated, accurate, uh, hard hitting guy. He had an answer for yeah. him. I mean, he's, yeah, he's at the top of his game and to try and for, for Connor to try and, like you said, I, I think, yeah, a fool's errand to try and come up and yeah. face a guy who is absolutely peaking right now and and is yeah. and wants to hurt Connor. I also believe, like genuinely, right? Uh, he's such a violent dude. I just think, uh, yeah, that's a that's a definite problem for yeah. for Connor. And also, I mean, if we're yeah, if we're gonna kind of gently switch gears, I mean, if if you want to talk about like what does Matt? I mean, Masvidal is playing the card. Like I'm down for anything. I'm down for Nick Diaz. I'm down for Connor. I'm down for. He hasn't even really talked about the number one contendership much, but it, it seems to be pretty universally understood that he's the number one contender for whoever comes out of Usman and Colby. So yeah. I don't know if I'm Masvidal. I, I don't know how you feel, but I mean, I, I don't know what he's going to pick. I mean, like let's say Nick Diaz is ready, and let's say because Connor's not going off till the 18th. So there's a little bit of lag time there. Oh yeah, there should the, be a break. The title fight is, uh, you know, is next in, weekend. To, uh, yeah, not the coming weekend, but the next weekend. And so, yeah, if I'm Masvidal, I mean, he's got choices, but I mean, you got to be smart. You got to be calculated too. Um, and Nick Diaz is a weird fight. Nick Diaz is a guy that fought at 185 most of his career. He's old now, yeah. but it, it is weird. And also, that's like a high. Sorry, I, that's a that's a high risk situation for the Diaz brothers because Jorge beat Nate's ass. I mean, uh, yeah, it was a doctor yeah. stoppage, but he was beating his ass. And then if Jorge fucks up Nick, okay, well, you just let this guy absolutely dominate the Diaz brothers, and now what? Yeah, what's your what's your call now? I mean, you don't yeah. have another big brother to come down. I, I, I don't know. That's just bizarre. Well, I I mean, I honestly would rather. I mean. <sighs> I say that I, I don't want to see Nick in there. Nick, Nick has just been away from the game for so long, and yeah, what I mean, was I, his last fight? Uh, I mean, I think he went. I mean, I know it was years ago. Was it? Obviously, I mean, he fought Silva, which I think was his last stint in the UFC. Here, I'll I'll, I'll find it. But um, yeah, the uh, I just don't. He's been away. He's mentally said to the too that he's not in. It was in it a Silva anymore. fight. It was the Silva fight. Sorry, Silva fight was the last one. So yeah, yeah. And, and you talk about that was a. I mean. It was a decent fight, but I mean, it was a lot of show. He like laid down in the cage. I mean, it, that was kind was of a, a silver de- silver decision. That was the one where that was. I didn't realize that was the fight where Anderson got caught for uh, for he popped after that. That's right. That was the PED fight. Yeah, yeah. But um, man, yeah. So no, I I feel that. I mean, Nick's old, kind of old, and like I said, that's a high risk situation for for them. And yeah, and I also I just don't think Nick would actually beat him. Yeah, I mean, well, it'd be like, I, yeah. Go ahead. If I'm Masvidal, I, I mean, it, it, looking at it from the other side, we know what we know what Connor wants to do. Connor wants to beat Cowboy, and then he wants to fight for the BMF title in 2020. But if I'm Masvidal, I think I kind of want that too. I think I kind of want I want to fight Connor first, get the, yeah. what's presumably going to be an even bigger payday than fighting Usman or Colby. Oh, because for sure. And also, your chances of winning are significantly less against Usman or Colby. Yes, <laughs> so, right. So you you step in against you know either one of those guys, and they embarrass you. All of a sudden, this this skyrocket of stardom that he's riding is is gonna get is gonna get shot down. So, 
I think the best move for Masvidal is probably to wait until January 18th. Um, the I'm going to go ahead and rule out Nick Diaz, say that yeah. doesn't happen, and then wait for the 18th, hope hope and pray that Connor wins, and then uh, take Connor first and then end up fighting for the title because he'll still be a number one contender at that point and then fighting for the title later in 2020. Monetarily yeah. and just for his star power, I think would be the best. No, that that yeah, that makes the most sense. And uh, okay, so kind of taking a, it's a little bit of a sharp turn. We just touched on it for a second, but the top of the welterweight division, well, uh, yeah, um, uh, Kamaru Usman and, and Colby for for next week. And I know we touched on it a little bit uh, in the uh, in in the last episode, but I was and the reason it's in my mind is because I was just watching. They just uploaded Usman Woodley on YouTube. Like they, they, which first of all, UFC's been doing a really good job with uploading those free fights before, like fight nights or pay per views. But in, I remember watching because we watched that live. That was a stacked card. That was Ben's debut. Um, that was the Anthony Smith John fight. All that. Um, and I remember watching and thinking, like, t- this doesn't look like like this looks like a watered down tyrant. Like he looks kind of low energy. He looks slow. He doesn't look very big. And yeah. as I was watching it back, and I don't know what would have changed in hindsight. Uh, but it looks a lot more like Usman got his hands on him early and just beat the shit out of him and made yeah. him tired. Like it was yeah. like I don't know. I was whenever I thought about it, I was like, I don't like Tyron just seemed off. Uh what he was off went, about him was getting clapped and being yeah. exhausted come, you know, round two and three, and Usman's gas tank is uh, you know, bigger and Tyron just couldn't handle the pressure. So looking back, I don't I don't know, dude. I'm that made me believe more in Usman for this upcoming fight than I already was, which was a lot. Yeah, and I mean, I remember us watching it, and I mean, and thinking that it was like it just looks like over and over and over again. It was like it was kind of like again? it just it just looked like he was like going first. Yes, like yes. he was like uh, uh, it's kind of like the Masvidal Diaz fight. Like I kept waiting for Diaz to like start piecing together, you know, the, those jabs and straights, and it's like every time he'd start, like Masvidal, Masvidal would blast him with a body kick. Or yeah. you know tie him up or interrupted uh, him really elbow. bad. Yeah, and it just it, and it was the exact same thing. And like you said, like we talked about before, he did that strike, strike, grapple thing where he would throw some strikes and then he would pin him up against the cage. And then um, and I also just don't think Tyron had fought anyone at that point that was the as equally as athletic and as good of a wrestler as Tyron was. Right. And no, so, yeah, I, no, I don't think so either. And yeah, I'm that's. That's crazy that he was able to dominate a guy who was on the way to becoming probably the best welterweight of all time, you know, right there with GSP if he had, if he had won that fight. So, um that yeah. that just kind of hyped me up a little bit even more. You know, I'm excited. That's a stacked card, the the whole the three champ uh the three belt uh pay-per-view next weekend. Yeah. Um and we can you know, I'll tell you what, just because it's in our our line of fire here. I mean, we, we're talking about, you know, next weekend the pay-per-view, but uh let's talk uh, you know, the the Ruiz uh Anthony Joshua, you know, this yeah. is a this is a brother sport to MMA, to casual MMA, but yeah. um Andy Ruiz and uh the Anthony Joshua rematch. I w- I watched the face off today. Man, this is like a, a fever dream. These guys, he's uh, little yeah. Andy Ruiz sitting there with his like I don't know why part of me uh, this is going to sound nuts. It, I almost like feel bad for him. I don't know. The heavyweight champion of the world, I feel bad for yeah. him. He's standing there. He's like five, six inches shorter than AJ. He's just got, you know, the belts. He's in his like little Knicks jersey. He just looks happy to be there. But it's like, this guy is a legit threat and could be the best heavyweight boxer in the world. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, it's just he's always had that 
I think the best contrast that has ever has been floating around the internet after he beat him was uh, it was something like uh, you know Andy Ruiz uh, ten years ago, and it was him taking like a MySpace photo uh, <laughs> yeah. in the mirror saying "Just took a shit, lol," and it was yeah. real. It was, that was real. real. Like, I went it, back and found it. You're right. It, it was real. And then it was at the same time Anthony Joshua was uh, winning his gold medal. Um, Man, that just shows yeah. you. Just take a shit, kids. Dude, that's but, absolutely nuts. That and I'm excited. I will say I don't I'm not counting Andy out. And we actually talked about this a little bit earlier uh, off off mic. But um, I'm not counting counting. Andy out at all. His hand speed's insane. His ability to kind of get in and throw those, you know, insanely fast hooks. Those, you know, those the shots that did, you know, put AJ on his ass a few times and eventually, you know, get the TKO. Um, yeah. I'm not counting him out at all. I think he's a great boxer, but I just, I don't know. I I buy into the whole to the story about him getting knocked out and sparring and then having a nervous breakdown. I I am. Yeah. This is leading under that assumption that I do believe that those uh, stories. Um, and I just think AJ's coming to prove a point. To be honest, um, yeah, Eddie Hearn, well, the promoter Eddie Hearn. I mean, he obviously is, you know, in uh, co-promotion with like Anthony Joshua's promotion and, and everything. So, I mean, he's obviously going to try to protect Anthony Joshua, but he kind of like swept that under the rug. But then again, you can't really put a lot of stock in that. Yeah, but, um, I definitely one hundred percent think that first left hand that connected that wobbled Joshua before he knocked him down the first time when he wobbled him. Yes, I, I remember that. I, I don't think he it landed on like the back of his head, which where we know from MMA is like, like a, a balance is, thing. Is, yeah, it's, it's like an equilibrium spot. And um I, I think from that point on, I think he was probably uh concussed. I think he was probably seeing like dizzy spells and he may have had like some of the light sensitivity. And you think about if someone's having those symptoms, if you're on a football field and you have that, they pull you off the field. Oh like, yeah, but That's, you know, you're done. yeah, you're out. Yeah. But if you're in your corner and you're like, "Hey, man, like you ready to go?" Like you know, he's sitting there asking, "Like what did he hit me with?" And you know, it, it kind of makes you feel like, dude, like what if this guy's having light sensitivity? What if he can't like, what if he can't see straight? And it honestly, for the rest of that fight, he didn't look right. For, yeah, like he he just looked wobbly, looked slow. So you never know when those types of shots land. But yeah, he. uh it could have been either one. Could have been that shot. Could have been something that happened earlier. But uh, I mean, gonna we're going to get some answers. Now. Yeah, he's going to take him serious. Now yeah, sure. and I mean, he put Andy on his ass, and Andy had this look on his face when he got hit by that, like, "Holy shit!" Like yeah. that was a bomb. <laughs> that was a missile. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, he's a you know he's a hard hitter. Uh, you know, obviously a great boxer. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's a fight I'm you know very much looking forward to. Not to talk about boxing too much, but. Um, no, I'm looking forward to it. My prediction uh, is is AJ. If I, I I don't know why, and I don't want Andy to lose at all. I think it would actually be not funny. Is not the right word because at that point it's not a joke anymore. I mean, he's just the man. But yeah. um, it would be it would be so interesting, and it would shake up boxing so much if Andy won. So I don't. It's Ooh. not that I want it to happen. I just think AJ is coming to prove something, and I think he he probably will win. Yeah. Um, Let's. Uh, I was just looking at uh, some of the other fights here. We're, we're kind of we're extending our time a little bit here. Uh, I think probably the biggest one as far as future implications. Uh, well, Joanna, we I wasn't going to talk about this one, but Joanna Jacek got. Uh, she's getting her her belt opportunity here. Um, I think that's a fantastic fight. People <laughs> are you know 
um, it's you know, violent Ioana. Yeah. She's she's always been a top contender, even though she lost to Rose. Um, she's you know a phenomenal a fighter, and I want I want to see I want to see Zhang put to the test a little bit. I don't want to say yeah. like I called it with Andrade, but I I don't Andrade was getting pieced up by Rose, and then she yeah. got that slam. She didn't look great, and but no, yeah, she didn't. So and when Zhang you know beat her and whatever it was forty seconds, I was like that's cool, but like I I need to see more. So I think that'll be a good test uh, for for you know both of them yeah. to see what happens there. Um, not to touch <laughs> on that one too much. Uh, the more interesting one that's gotten. Uh, planned, and probably the last thing we'll talk about: Corey Anderson versus Jan Blahovich. I mean, yeah. I guess this is the winner. Of this is going to be next, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, I I feel like Corey is having to almost overprove himself uh, right now because yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, just a couple fights ago, Jan got knocked out by a you know uh, by uh, Tiago Santos like walking backwards. So yeah, I think that was... I think I think Jan it, it got kind of by knocking out the name he did. Uh, he got pushed up, but like you, you mentioned one of your podcasts that you know, like Luke Rockhold is, is a middleweight whose chin is gone, and now you're going to propel him up to yes. to 205. But it just goes to show you like how kind of that's just the result of a shallow division. But um, and he barely beat time, Sosa, who's also a middleweight. I, that 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 fight was so useless, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah. I, anyway, or, sorry. Uh, yeah, like a boring one, and and I mean, you just look at Corey's. I mean, to me, Corey's resume is 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 much more impressive to that point. I mean, he's won he's won four in a row. I mean, he beat Latifi, who's going up to heavyweight. I mean, and then Johnny Walker derailed that hype train. Glover Teixeira, um, you know, I mean, he he had the he had the rough spell. I think that was probably still working against him, where he lost three out of four uh, over the like it was like 2016, 2017. He lost to OSB. Jimmy, full, Manua, full and, disclosure: I didn't know that Jan already lost to Corey Anderson. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I, yep, yeah, I, yep. Yeah, there it is. But that's uh, that's the casual in me. No, seriously, I that's uh, I didn't realize that this was a rematch. Wow. Okay. Uh, I think I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. Kind of like in in some of these careers, like some of these european dudes kind of get clumped together like misha serkinov jan blahovich like nikita krylov i'm not oh, as of like a year ago those were all one guy to me i'm not trying to be a jerk semi, i'm just semi-racist but it's <laughs> yeah, towards, just, you know, towards our own race i guess yeah diet racism Eastern. yeah i'm from like here. um but no i i didn't realize they had already fought um i think Corey will get the win again um yeah like you said the last light heavyweight that uh you know jan beat that i'm calling an actual light heavyweight is nikita krylov um yeah so I, I'm, you know, like you've said before, uh, Corey is is the threat. I think even more so than than Dominic Reyes. I'm excited for that yeah. fight, but I think Corey's more of a problem with his pace and his uh, his wrestling, yeah. which is such a huge crutch for John. Yeah, John hasn't had to deal with anyone as we as we've mentioned. Uh, John has not had to deal with anyone with like multiple tools. And yeah, I that's true. That's uh, and well, at least not recently. I mean, early on in his career. It was kind of the murderer's row at light heavyweight. He did uh, right. you know, with, with with Vitor and Rampage and and all those guys. But yeah, um, you know. But recently, I mean, it was pretty much like sort of athletic striker with Anthony Smith, sort of athletic striker with Tiago, and then even I mean, even Gus. Gus is I mean, he was a great boxer, but he's one dimensional. Um, yeah, he is. Not not since DC. Has John Jones had to fight somebody with multiple tools? So and he's beat him uh, twice. So yeah. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see that. the outcome of that. I'm excited to see if if Jan could somehow pull that off. I mean, okay, 
I'm, you know, that's, I'm convinced, but, uh, I'm, you know, I, it, it just, it is weird. It's a thin, it's a thin division. I mean, to be honest, that it's weird to think that John Jones next opponent is going to be one of those guys. Yeah, um, it, it just is. because it, of it, man, if it's yawn, Oh my God. Yeah. What are we doing, dude? That, I mean, just you like, you better uh, just wait for Izzy in 2021. Yeah, I mean, I'll say it. Talk about a snoozer. I don't know how well the Reyes fight is going to sell. And then Jan Blahovich, man, especially if he beats, unless unless he does anything short of kicking Corey's out of the cage. I mean, I'm just people are so. This is so sad to say because John is is. I mean, in my opinion, him and DSP are in rarefied air is the the greatest of all time. Yeah. Um, but this is sad to say, but you're going to have to start putting John on cards with other title fights to get people to buy oh, him. Yeah. You're going to Dude, you're gonna, you're gonna have to DJ him. You're going to have to Demetrius Johnson him. Oh, yes. And like, uh, pair him up with that. other title fights. I mean, he. Uh, name another division that is supplying more boring one-sided title fights right now. I mean, I mean, Dude, one-sided, uh, you could contend uh, Khabib, but... Um, yes, true. You know, but... Uh, yeah, I but, mean, it's just a snooze fest there at 205 right now. I mean, let's uh, nobody, Dana especially, wouldn't admit it, but Ben Askren was on both of John's title fights. And Ben was yeah. top five biggest names in the UFC after, like, before the Robbie fight, and then even after, because even though it was a controversial decision before the Jorge loss, that mystique was still there. And so right. I full They believe, knew what they were doing. They yeah. knew what they were doing. Yeah, exactly. So I, yeah, you're right. They, he, needs, he needs something. And as far as, like, selling, I mean... I've said it before. He's a giant name. John Jones is. He's a huge name, but he's not a big draw. And right. I'm I'm looking. And he for just lost his. There. He just lost his foil in Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker was the the exciting guy that was like yeah. more athletic than John, and, and the only guy like bigger too. Mohawk, and he's six foot six, and he's throwing these crazy knees, and then he just gets manhandled by Corey Anderson. <laughs> yeah, so bad. If I was rewatching that, but we'll wrap up here. I was like watching that fight. Or uh, yeah, and even when even when Johnny got rocked, he was still being weird. It's like he was like throwing like front kicks, and he was like kind of wobbling back with his hands down. Um, he's just a bizarre dude to watch. But he said he wants to fight four times. Uh, next, he wants to fight four times next year, starting in March. He's supposed to be fighting Nikita Krylov, which okay, yeah. I guess we'll see. But um, well, it I sucks. Mean, you know. If he gets that, if he gets like three, like you know, because I mean, when you lose, when you lose on a big stage like that, when you lose your buy-in fight, it sets you back. Yeah. Time. Like when yeah. you lose your gatekeeper fight, and that I think that's what kind of Corey Anderson was. Now I think he's kind of ascended above a gatekeeper. But like when you lose your gatekeeper fight, it really sets you back. So yeah, he's got to get two to three convincing wins before they throw him back. Unfortunately, but then again, the division is show is so shallow. That yeah, they it, it may give him one or two wins and throw him right back in the conversation. So. Man, live update. This is the la- I, that was going to be a live update. I was pulling up UFC news alerts to to look at scheduled fights to talk about, and uh, Brian Ortega is out of his fight against Korean Zombie, uh, undisclosed in, uh, injury. So really? that sucks. That's I was actually not, really excited. Uh... Talk about that was like if there was another guy that could be compared to Korean zombie, especially in the Holloway fight, I mean, good Lord. I, I was really excited for that fight. That blows. That was one of the December fights that was not on the pay-per-view that I was super excited for. Um, yeah, I don't know sucks. if anybody, it doesn't say, uh, I don't know if anybody's going to step in against Korean zombie, but damn, that was, uh, that was, that was going to be an exciting one. Um, yeah, that was going to be a uh, cool clash of styles. Uh, upcoming weekend. 
Uh, Rosenstrike, Overeem. It'd be cool to see Overeem, Overeem get something, but Rosenstrike's 9-0. and I didn't realize he had like 65 fights as a kickboxer. And he was like, well, I have 57-4. and four, I don't know, something. He's, he yeah. had a phenomenal kickboxing record. I didn't realize it was that many. I knew he had a, a good kickboxing background. I didn't realize it was that many fights, though. So but, I and with between that Russian strikes power and and Al- Alistair's chin, that's a deadly combination. Yeah, so, I, just, um, I, I think Alistair's on his way. It'll up. it'll be something to look at. I'm uh, I'm excited for the Andy Ruiz AJ fight. Uh, so well, I'm sure we'll talk about that after. Uh, and then you know, there, who knows what implications could uh you know could come of uh the UFC DC Bryce Mitchell. If you're listening and you're gonna watch this weekend, Bryce Mitchell. I'm pretty sure he's on the prelims. That's a dark horse featherweight. I can't. I. I. He's a fun dude. He's amazing to watch. That's. I. I. If I can, I'm gonna watch him fight just because he's an exciting dude. But. Uh, but uh, yeah. Um. So that's that's the end of the casual MMA podcast episode seven. Thanks for tuning in. Uh. I like I said, Travis is gonna be pretty much a uh, a, a running guest. Uh. As long as we can get through it. As far if you're hearing this, that means the audio was was solid enough to post. We'll kind of. If there are any, you know, edges to kind of smooth out, we'll we'll do that the best we can. But uh, like I've said, thanks for uh, thanks for listening and uh, people who have, you know, recently kind of come onto the scene to listen. Uh, uh, I appreciate it. But uh, that's our uh, casual perspective. All right, thanks.